Welcome to Seat Time, where we drink beer and talk about all the happenings with motorcycles. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Seat Time. This is episode 43. I know you know, but I am Brian Pierce. That's the name my parents were given to me. This gentleman over here, I don't actually know if that is the name the parents gave to him, but I call him Kevin. That was? Yes. Okay, good. Kevin Ruckdeshell. K-Ruck, as many of us call him, he is the vice president of Toro, so I know you've seen this mug, maybe with a helmet on, at quite a few races, but K-Ruck, tell us a little about yourself and your involvement in the Texas series. Well, my family, uh, Tyler, Joanna, and myself, we are racers. Uh, We do race uh, many of the different series, motocross, cross country, enduros. Um, And my wife happens to go along, and she's a part of Toro and takes a lot of pictures. That's awesome. And yeah, Jean's a really, really nice lady because she puts up with me when uh, we try to cram into their into their freaking camper and hang out. And what was it, like six or seven people we had in there one time? Yes. You could almost not even walk to the bathroom. It was more like crowd surfing to get to the bathroom than it was walking. But it's a very good time. So K-Rock is a very good friend, and he's also a big part of all the Texas scenes. So we're trying to get more involved with all of our local people. So thank you very much for being on the show, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Heck yes. So... What happened in a completely different country this past weekend? Motorcycle racing. More specifically. Super Enduro. Super Enduro in Lodz. How would you say it? Poland. Oh, oh. <laughs> the country would be Poland. Okay. But the city, maybe Lodz, L-O-D-Z. I don't know. I'm going to go with Lodz because it's loads of fun in Poland. But Taddy Blazuziak does what he does best. He won all three mains because that's the format that they run at the Super Enduros. All three mains there at the Super Enduro, round two. They have a three-round series going on. So he did that at round one, won all three mains. He did that again at the round two, won all three mains. I think this is kind of like a repeat of this past Enduro Cross season where he's just going to win everything. Perfect in the U.S., perfect in Poland. Right? I mean, he's like perfect everywhere. I don't know, 2012 next year, he may not make it because the Mayans were right or whatever. Possibly. Could, could hit the fan. It's kind of unique. The second place guy's name was Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker. Man, was he drinking the whole time? Absolutely not, because in the States, that boy's not even 21 years old. I think he's 20 years old. He's from Great Britain. He has been kind of taking the uh, the Extreme Enduro series by storm, being just like so much younger than everybody else. So Johnny Walker in second place is very, very good. And I would like you to try to pronounce the third one. Uh, Joaquin Lundgren. Yes! The guy knows his stuff. I would have screwed that up. Horribly. The good thing is is that uh, Taddy Blazuziak has been riding his 350 EXC, because they call it that for some reason in other countries. That's a European version. Yeah, I know. E <clears throat> is the European? Uh, no, this E is just E. Ah, okay. Not American. Um, and then, as well, his perfect season in the States. I think the guy is pretty awesome, and he's been having a good time. That's what we like to see. So... After our little talk about Enduro Cross over in another country, we'd like to thank Fly Racing for their sponsorship of this episode of Seat Time, episode 43. But more prevalent is the fact that Fly Racing and us being Seat Time, Jordan and myself, have now signed uh, a contract with them for 2012. So Fly Racing will be the official gear sponsor of what you would like to call the awesomeness of Seat Time. So please, everyone who's with me, take out your Fly Racing gear. Put it on. This K-Ruck is done. And make sure that you always enjoy a pint full of awesome with your fly racing buddies because they are awesome. They really have done a lot for us. We really appreciate it. Flyracing.com is their website. 
Um, you can find all of their awesome gear. They have tons of great hard parts. Their distributors are amazing. Uh, please find them, support them, and I believe that they're a Toro supporter. Fly, right? Fly and WPS are um, their main sponsor for Toro. That is awesome. And last year, so, so we do appreciate Fly Racing. Absolutely. Okay, so this past weekend in Texas, though, was a little bit nuts. This past weekend in Texas was a whole lot of nuts. Um, <laughs> trying to cram in some controversy with uh, the races being rescheduled at um, at Edgewood. Uh, the Torn Group had a rainout date at Edgewood um, the prior weekend, and they had to get their race in. Um, it was inconvenient. It was inconvenient for me. Um, I missed missed my daughter getting um, getting her championship, but uh, there was some really good racing going on, and I, I hated missing it because I really liked the Edgewood track. Uh, Yes. Like the dirt out there, it's, it's really a good place to ride. So, with that said, um, you know, with the racing going on between the two the um, the two series, we had the TSEC um, banquet on Saturday night. There were people driving all over the place. I think it was 112 miles difference between Edgewood and Denton, plus the drive to Waxahachie and back for the uh. folks that had to go to the banquet. So it was uh, Texas highways were burned up with motorcycle riders driving all over the place. <laughs> yeah, the gas people were making money off of us more so than normal. Yeah, exactly. Um, so because of the weather cancellation, they did have to have the Edgewood race on this weekend, which was supposed to be kind of like an all-ATV weekend, but they... They kind of squished everything together, found a way to put some races in there. They had their Saturday racing, which they typically like to have, which is what he was talking about with his daughter, was out there for the Saturday races that went on. But we had, in the pro class, um, Cheyenne Harmon actually got the whole shot and the win. Um, he didn't seem to be contested too much, but he did have uh, Austin Henderson finishing second place and Dalton Green finishing third. I believe that the Green brothers, we've got Dalton and Dylan Green racing that class together on Saturday, they actually had kind of a little bit of a battle going on. So the older brother versus the little brother, if you will, um, they do that well, you can imagine. So that's awesome. Sunday racing, though, the way it broke down, there was about seven pros in the line just because we had more. At Toro, yeah, maybe, whatever. Um, but Austin Henderson and uh, Cheyenne Harmon were the ones that were kind of competing for the whole shot going back and forth. Harmon was saying that he really didn't have it. Cheyenne is the one that we kind of talked to a little bit to get some of the reports from the races. Cheyenne was saying that he really didn't have that good of a race going on from the beginning. Uh, his first two laps were a little shaky at best where he laid it over. But uh, once he got his groove going on the third lap, uh, he said that it just kind of came to him. And once he got pushing and kind of moving Austin Henderson a little bit, they had a little bit of bumping, a little bit of shoving, but he made the pass. And uh, Henderson stalled his bike when he made that pass. But I mean, that's kind of racing. So you got to do what you got to do to make it happen. After that, smooth sailing. Finished with a 28-second lead. Uh, I mean, I can't say that we've done that very often, have we? Uh, no. Nope. So, <laughs> absolutely not. So, we got Cheyenne Harmon with a 28-second lead over Austin Henderson. And then in third place, we had Martin Howe, who is actually we've uh, done an interview with. If uh, Jordan would like to pull up that link, we'll show it now. And make sure you can go check it out again. That magically will appear. Right, right there. That part right there. Yep. Uh, Martin Howell is a very, very, very good friend of ours from all the T-Sec stuff that we have done, so we want to make sure we give him some props as well. So, Austin Henderson, after this weekend, has now won his first Torn Championship. That's amazing. Congratulations. We've got uh, Cheyenne Harmon in second and Cameron Ishmael in third. Cameron Ishmael did kind of have a lockdown early on in that championship, but with Henderson going on and continuing with all the Torn stuff, he was able to take it away. And then, of course, Cheyenne, being as fast as he is, has won a couple of them. That is kind of how it has played out. But as we were talking about some of our lady friends that were going there, well, his particularly, and then just friends of ours, um, and then some families of the Toro family and all that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, Joanna um, Joanna Ruckteschel, obviously, she she rode the ladies. Did she get married yet? 
Excuse me. She hasn't gotten married yet. Uh, no. Mm. Um, she was she was vying for the championship for well, the ladies. See, she uh, told you. <laughs> the ladies amateur class. <laughs> what she did win the championship this weekend. Um, our family friend Tiffany Vardell won her championship. Uh, she actually sewed it up early. She's like the the sausage queen, right? I don't know what that means. I'm not referring to any yeah. of that. No. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. I saw the the communication. I wasn't involved. <laughs> <laughs> I deny all responsibility. Uh, Tiffany actually came down um, Friday night, had dinner with us, spent the night, and took Joanna to the race to make it convenient for us to be able to go to Denton and handle the race duties up there. So a, a, a big help, um, some support for Joe. She didn't race. She went and, uh, and uh, supported Joanna in her, her championship. So those two girls went to Edgewood on Saturday. Uh, Ian Powell and his family, who also helped with Toro, went to Edgewood came back for the peewee program to help us put it on tristan race then they drove back to edgewood to to continue on so um, ian could race his championship um on sunday so a lot of stuff going on there and then um i know there's a there's many many folks that went back and forth but the, the green family dalton's also part of the the toro program they raced on saturday they were at toro on toro on sunday to be able to to score and, and race and yep. do those things so it was Again, it was a crazy weekend. We, we hate it that that kind of thing happens. It happens. The weather can't be controlled, and, you know, a lot of racing going on. So Yeah, and that's choices. the way we like it in Texas, though. I mean, if you got choices when it comes down to racing, man, you know, we were talking with Cecil Parker. What did he want to do? He wanted to race the long stuff, you know? But that's the good thing about different programs like that, you know? It's like we don't like to have weekends that collide, but when they do, choices can be made, and that's what life is all about. Screw just racing. Choices, you know? It's like this chick at the bar... That chick at the bar. At this point, hopefully, either of them will take me home. I, cho- I, I, I chose Gene. Yeah. Gene <laughs> chose you, my friend. Okay. Gene yeah. chose you. That's the way it works down. But, so we talk about all this Toro stuff, which was pretty awesome this past weekend. I want to say, I didn't get the ride yet. My doctor has not okayed that. But as you can tell, you can't tell. Boom! What up? I'm almost there. Um, Toro at uh, Brian Story's property, I want to say, was probably the best conditions I've ever seen out there. Um, and the I've ridden dirt, there a lot. The dirt was very good. Uh, because it's either stupid, hard-packed, and blue-grooved, or it's muddy as shit. So, and that's I, what, usually what happens is that when practice is good, the, it, the conditions change. And this weekend, practice was good. The racism was better. Yeah. It was, I mean, the dirt was good. Jeff Crane, uh, Jeffy Sue says, K-Ruck, you <laughs> cannot screw up in the corners. You won't fall down. Push into it. The dirt was awesome. They say, All like weekend see. long. I love a good day where night becomes good dirt. I mean, that's just awesome. So, okay. Having all that go on, we had the long program was second. Is that correct? The long program was second? The long program was second. So we've got the pros that line up first. So when the pros go off um, in Toro, typically we like to have a really good start. At Brian Story's property, where we typically have the start, there isn't as much room. So it was a very, very short (laughs) starting structured line, if you will. Um, but to the whole shot, we had uh, Brian Vaughn was able to come away with the whole shot. You take this very, very quick left-hander around uh, the first turn. And hopefully some video that I can find of Cole Cooper Bailey, or Cole Kirkpatrick, I'm sorry, Cooper Bailey and Brian Vaughn. And they are just like, just up on each other. Look look on Facebook. Uh, Jean will have her pictures up. Um there, she has a very good shot of the first turn, a couple of shots. It looks like Cole does have the whole shot in go, going around the tree. It looks like a couple of riders might be into the side of Cole. Um, 
it's pretty much a blur, but after the turn, Brian Vaughn scored it out like a cannon. Man, I mean, it, it, he shot out of there. It was like, wow, that was great. Nice. That's some, that's some Texas boys for you. Yeah, I, I, uh, one of the big pictures I saw with that Cole was tagging on Facebook, you know, it does look like coming around that first tree that they turn on, they do the 180, that Cole wouldn't have the whole shot. But that's not where we score the whole shot. So that was a little bit later on where Brian Vaughn just nabbed it. And I'm very glad to hear that. So, Having Cole at these past two races win, um, it's one of those situations where kind of everybody's like, okay, this is like the third race in a seven-race series. How's it going to go? You know, is Cole going to win again? Is gonna, you know, somebody else going to come in and get it? I really think that at this point, like, people were ready to see if Cole, if Cole was going to be able to win another race versus some, it, is somebody else going to win another race. Um, I hate to say it like that, but I really think that that's where a lot of people's mindsets were. But the good thing is, is that we've got a lot of great racers in the pro class, and we've got a lot of guys that want to win, and guys that can win. We have a good lineup of, of pros, and and you know, not only are they good pros, they're good men, and they are all capable of winning. We've we've all we've seen them win series, yep. we've seen them win races. Um, you know, a good bunch of guys, and I think they are very competitive. I I think, you know. I think Cole's riding really good, and uh, you know, I, I think that was a very good point. I think that uh, um, you know, I think the expectation was can can Cole go ahead and, and set precedent that he's the guy to beat, and uh, it, and it looked early on. I actually race a long course. Uh, well, I ride the long course. Um, Cole actually laps me. That's okay. It's funny to get lapped by him because you're like, wow, you can do that? Well, and the thing is with Cole is that he usually has something to say when he goes by, you know, hey, or get out of my way, or are you still alive, or something like that. But anyway, <laughs> are you breathing? Uh, Cole, when he went by me, had a, had a pretty good lead, and I was thinking, man, you know, where are the, where are the rest of the guys? And, um, you know, and then, then soon here come Cameron and, and Caleb, and eventually, I don't think it stuck out that way, though. No, it didn't, unfortunately. Um, as we were saying, like, it, it's kind of like, you know, trying to figure it out who's going to win beforehand and stuff. Cameron Ishmael, Caleb Ramsey, by no means should anything be taken away from those guys. Hayden Franklin, Steve Levan. I mean, we're, we have a ton of people on the line that are amazing, amazing racers. But having four past champions on there, I mean, those are the people that people were really kind of looking to see. It's like, can Cameron Ishmael with the number one plate stick it up? Caleb Ramsey, who had the number one plate, or uh, Hayden Franklin, who had the number one plate before that, can you know where's he at? Can he redo what he had to do? And then it, and we got Caleb Ramsey, who was the champion before that. Um, there's a lot to be said for those guys, and it, the racing really, really came down to it. So Cameron Ishmael and Caleb Ramsey both, unfortunately, had what is becoming their bad starts. I mean, they were the f- last two people off the line. They were the um, worst starters. They were the worst starters. Yeah, and uh, but. Um, unlike the past two races, I think within the first mile, both of them were already in the top five. Um, so they were able to get up front quickly. And I think that because of that, they were able to take advantage of the fact that Cole ran out of gas on his seventh lap. Seven laps is a lot of laps on a seven-and-a-half-mile course. Yeah, and I think along with that, I think um, I think Cole was riding a new bike. And um, one of the old geezers in the pro class, Steve Levan, mentioned that um, you have to do a lot of carburetor work adjusting the floats so you're not dribbling fuel out when you hit, hit bumps. And there was 1,002,417 bumps in that track. <laughs> and so More we, bumps we, than women you'd like to figure out about. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So I think Cole was probably dribbling some fuel out, and you know he probably because he's he's a smart guy. Uh, you know him. Yeah. He probably had his fuel consumption figured out, you know, based on his on his practice. Previous bike, yeah. Right. So uh, 
the good thing was is that um, three of the riders had gotten out for that last lap, so the worst he could do when he ran out of gas was third. So maybe that was yeah. part of his plan. I don't know. He yeah. might have a, a different evil plan. For those of you that do not know, the way that we run the long course with Toro is it is two hours, bam, and then the checkered flag goes out. We've had lots of issues with races running long because of the fact that we're a winter series. We get some weird stuff going on, and we just we don't want to kill people. It is two hours from after the pros leave, and the pros, 22 hours, there it is, boom, checkered flag goes out. If you're out on another lap, that means you get another lap over people that don't. So you obviously have done better than they have. That is why it may sound funny to you. So with that, camera Ismail, who Battling with Ramsey for a bit there, battling with Abel Franklin, got out of front, and he was able to capitalize on the fact that Cole ran out of gas, which, that's part of racing. You've got to think about everything. You can't just ride fast. You have to make sure you plan and uh, and prepare. It's part of it. So, uh, Cameron Ishmael, congratulations on your first place, uh, your first first place this season for the 2011-2012. Caleb Ramsey in second, and Cole in third. But... That does a little bit for our points because of the fact that Cole has got a first, first, and a third. Cameron's got a second, second, and a first. So, going into the next round. One point. Going into the next round. Which is in Calisburg, Texas. Uh, Cole has got 70 points with Cameron at 69 and Caleb Ramsey at 60. Um, with four races left to go, that's pretty darn close. I, I, I mean, one point it's, between those guys, but then we're still with Caleb Ramsey in the mix. Caleb's still in the hunt, uh, no. and, and Caleb's perfectly capable of, of winning races. Yeah. Um, you know, he's, he's a little bit wild, uh, but he, he does. <laughs> but, he, he rides a motorcycle well. He's he, a lot of bit wild. But he's a lot of bit wild. He's a lot of bit wild. He just is. He is. Yeah. When That's that guy right turns there. the throttle, you better be out of the way. So we'll get to figure out where the points swing in the next uh, Toro race, which is going to be January 7th and 8th. It's going to be at Kalisburg, Texas. Um, from what I hear, that's just outside of Gainesville. Have I been there before? Uh, apparently not. Yeah, I have no idea where that place is at. Uh, I'm going to map quest it, maybe Google it later. I don't really know. It's on, it's on the northeast side of Gainesville, about Boom. 10 or 12 miles out of town. Yeah, there it is. So we're going to look forward to seeing you guys there. If anybody's watching this, just plan on being there. I think that's kind of the, the good way to go. Um, next ad that we would like to throw in the mix is Moto Tassinari. Those guys make incredible, incredible products that are going to do with the air consumption to your motorcycle, uh, to your engine specifically on your motorcycle. They make the adjustable air boot, and as well, what we have been uh, kind of testing with some of our friends, Cole Kirkpatrick has been riding the uh, Air Force, uh, the V Force Four, their new read system for the KTM 250s and 300s. Apparently, it is just about, or it, it is to at least three guys I've talked to, the best item you can buy to put on your motorcycle that doesn't have anything to do with any kind of exterior exhaust. Um, so don't put on a new pipe, don't put on a new exhaust, don't put on a new head, don't do this. You want to get a Moto Tassinari product. Do you want to put an adjustable air boot or you want to put one of their new V-Force 4 reed kits on your bike, it, period. They have figured out how to period. move the air into, your, into the, the bike you know, a lot of exhaust guys out there figure out how to get the, the exhaust out of their bike. But it, the motor's a pump. It's got to get air into it, just and it's important. And smoothing that airflow out and getting the, the fuel mixture right and getting it, you know, the velocity correct, it has just as big an impact as, as exhaust. I mean, it's it's a big deal. There it is. From K-Rex mouth to your ears. There, We would like you to go visit mototassinari.com. I will go ahead and throw that link up here for you guys so that you will know the URL. Tell them that Seed Time sent you. We would love that kind of support, and they would like it as well. So the stuff that we're going to be going into, though, right now is a little bit of Supercross talk. we got a lot 
a lot, a lot of races coming up. I'm so excited. It's going to be amazing. So we have like 17 races and we only have one break. I think it's going to be quite freaking awesome. It's going to be really awesome. Be really awesome? It's going to be really awesome with, with the... Like A-W-S-U-M? A-W-S capital U-M. Nice. It is. It is. Um, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of talk. There's been some cha- some team changes this year. Uh, you know, Villapoto is on fire. Uh, <laughs> n- number five is on an orange bike. Um, he's he's a family favorite in our house. Uh, got some news just this week that Trey Kennard wrecked again, yeah. and and we're kind of bummed about that because yeah. he he is a top five rider. Um, every time he lines up, you know. Um, oh yeah, he's definitely a contender for a win for sure. Exactly. We've got uh, we've got Mr. Um, Mr. Stewart riding with the Joe Gibbs team. Uh, maybe a little discipline there. Maybe a little direction. Um, maybe, hopefully they'll cancel that damn TV show. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, or maybe to make it better. Yeah, one of the two. There's a bit of JGR awesome time right. opposed to that shit on Fuel TV. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but you know, obviously. Bubba Stewart, James Stewart can ride a motorcycle. Yeah, um, I mean he had quite a convincing year. <laughs> well, back you know, a couple yeah, it's ago. been a couple it's of years ago, and, and he spent some time on the ground. Was it the bike? Was it the new frame? The backwards motor, or was it just he didn't have his head on straight? Backwards who knows? Head. Yeah, and it, it, who knows? But uh, you know, you have to put him in there. The guy can win races. Chad Reed, you know, right up until uh, Millville in, in motocross, that guy was. I mean, he was, could win anything when he lined up last year. So. I think that I don't think that the two two's out of it yet. I think that there's going to be some that he's going to be a, a player in there, and I think there might be some new guys coming up too. So it's going to be an interesting year. And I tell you, from Supercross, from the beginning of Supercross until the end of Motocross last year, that was the best year in motorcycle racing in my history. I've been around a long time. Yeah. Well, you're, I mean, you're oh, you're all right. Yeah. You're not that old. My dad's older than you are. <laughs> um, but I would actually completely agree with the fact of what you just said. 2011 has been the best year for motorsports on a dirt bike ever. Like, absolutely amazing. Uh, the fact that we had so much back and forth, so many kind of controversies, so many little things that happened that in the overall completely changed the way that things came out. I mean, like the little tiny things. Like, it's like, oh, Chad Reed crashed. Well, it was a pretty big damn crash. Maybe he lost it mentally. Maybe this, that, the other. You know, like, he's healing still. Like, it's a little stuff like that that just kept happening last year that just really rocked the boat and really led on to a lot of good racing. Well, I think our, our home race in Dallas last year was actually a turning point and kind of separated uh, the leaders, um, Villapoto and number 5. And, um, you know, the crash that, that Bubba had with with, um, with, Reed. with Chad in the, in the whoop section, that I mean, that was pretty severe. <laughs> I remember, I think Chad was tweeting or Facebooking or something about, he said that um, Bubba doesn't cover his clutch with his hand keep his finger on the clutch and he makes mistakes and he's out of control i i do think that chad kept bubba from going into the stands <laughs> uh, um, yeah it was either that or about 20 different fans that would have been killed that's exactly right and, and tyler and i both um we we participate in in uh, uh flagging that event so we're, we're up close and personal with this you know seeing those guys ride and it they you know they ride on such a different level than than most of us normal people and, it, and it's, we can even Kind of comprehend exactly, that and I think that Villapoto and Dungey and Bubba and Chad, I think those guys have even pushed it up even a higher level. You know, I think that you know they just keep pushing that envelope to see what can be done on a motorcycle. Yeah, it's it's pretty incredible. So the racing's set up to be good this year, man. Oh, I'm, I'm very very excited about it. I oh, think the too. fact me that too. we've got we've got uh, like now that Mike Gosler has signed on with two two, that I think everybody was really expecting 
them to hire a second rider. But I really now think that now it's refinement. Chad Reed, it's still about Two Two Motorsports. It's still about him. Yep. I mean, he he probably has just as much to prove to everybody now because of what's happened over you know with his Kawasaki one. You know, he's like I'm gonna start Two Two to prove to everybody that I can still race. Now he's got to do it all over again because he kind of like had his wreck. He kind of fell off. He was not a hundred percent. So it's more about refinement. Let's get it together. Let's make sure I can prove to everybody, and then we'll kind of build upon the team. You know, yeah, a little bit older accurate. kids. Yeah, maybe, but we'll see. Um, I am super, super stoked on uh, Ryan Dungey being on KTM. I got to see the new engine, obviously not the transmission and stuff like that, and the new uh, the XCW um, motor in the new 450 at SMS Racing here in Denton, and that motor is spectacular. It looks so different being that single cam double rocker arm oh it looks really really sexy i'm looking forward to see what he can put out i know that andrew short didn't have the luck that he was looking for and michael lessie as well you know they just they just didn't have a good year period i mean there's no way to say so i think i think that ryan dungey can do it well i i think that he'll he'll give ktm a good showing i think ktm motorcycles are finally reaching the level of the japanese manufacturers i've been riding ktms for for 12 years um, and I know that they were shaky at first and they, they were making refinements, but I haven't got to ride the, the new motor yet. Um, I think the weight savings and, and the single cam is the way to go. Um, obviously, they're going to give um, Dungey, you know, the best. Right. And I'm anxious to see how that performs. We, we got a little preview at Vegas. And, uh, you know, Ryan been on the bike for, you know. Two weeks. Exactly. And and performed well on it. So uh, Yeah, second place in making, like, what, $20,000, $30,000? Monster yeah, D yeah, Cup. Yeah. You know, I mean, whatever. Just for your, you know, first couple weeks on the bike. No, I think that that is a very good show. And, obviously, Ryan Villapoto, the second that he got on that 2012 Kawasaki, there was a change of the guard. Oh, my uh, God. He just... Whatever it was, and it was probably still the old engine and just the new frame, a couple of different tweaks here and there, but my gosh, that guy could run. So whatever they've been able to do, he's obviously going to come out spitting fire. Um, I would love to see Stewart back up to his old ways. I mean, uh, you know, it's like Ryan Villapoto was kind of the guy to try to keep up with a lot of the times this year, like back, when it came back, to outdoors. Back to his old ways of not crashing. Right. Back to his <laughs> old ways of not crashing. That one year that he had where he didn't do that, I would... I would personally love to see that. I think that would be great if he was back to that. And then, you know, Trey Kennard with his broken collarbone just kind of sucked. We don't know when he's going to come back, when he's going to be 100%. But the thing is, is that there are a lot of other guys out there. There are a lot of other small teams that are coming up this year that have great riders. Um, They could all carry a lot of weight. You know, it's not that they're bad riders. It's not that they're bad teams and stuff like that. It's just like, you know... Preparation, meeting opportunity, creating good luck. Like, where does that happen, and when does it happen for the right guy? Besides, kind of the top four or five that we've seen. Well, we, well you've got the new team out there with uh, um, Larry Brooks and uh, Jeremy McGrath, and and um, Andrew Short's going to ride on that team. Andrew rode Honda as well. He rode Honda's really, really well. You know, and, and yep. you know he he had some bad luck. I don't think it was totally bike related and broken wrist and but you know i i think that there's still some 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 gas in andrew's tank i think he can still race i agree um there, you know uh with with trey out uh justin brayton's gonna be the honda guy um justin can ride um can he be consistent that's a tough one you know it's hard, yeah, hard to I, say mm. Um, you know what else we got out there? We've got. Uh, I, I'm kind of excited that Larry Brooks and Jerry McGrath got back together. I, I think it's yeah. You know, but I'm I'm old enough to remember when Larry Brooks used to race Supercross. <laughs> <too. laughs> 
And that's why you're on the show. Uh, because thanks. you're awesome. Yeah, it's for for what wisdom and knowledge. Hey, we're just awesome. Just greatness. Awesome. If nothing else, <laughs> Jordan just likes to stare at you. That's making me a little nervous. Uh, <laughs> the Harden Huntington team. Let's talk about them a little bit. Yeah. Uh, 2012, the Kawasaki's with some Dodge Harden Huntington. I mean, I'd get a couple tattoos if they were a sponsor of me. Yeah, I, I guess you could. Yeah. What would like, you What would you have? Pink tattooed across the back of your chest yeah. or on your on your on your ass. Mm. I mean, I'm not. It's probably mar- a little bit different yeah, in that context. I'm not, I'm not really the, married to her, and I probably wouldn't be able to sleep with her, so I don't know if it'd be worth it. You don't know if it'd be pink. <laughs> True. <laughs> That's all I have to say to that. Well, because uh, <laughs> that was awkward. <laughs> You you bring it to the couch, but brother. it's true. You know it's not. <laughs> I like to call that ragged out. <laughs> okay, let's talk about motorcycle mm. racing. Okay, um, I, racing I, Ivan Tedesco, Josh Hansen, Kyle Partridge, oh, and dude, Josh yeah. Hill making his return yeah, back to yeah. Supercross. Finally, that guy's been out for a while with a bunch of injuries. Um, no, I mean, that team is amazing, I and mean, they have a bunch of riders that can produce. And so I think with that team, it's always been kind of like, can people stay healthy and can the team support them as they continue to try to work their way through the ranks? That's the way it's always seemed in the past. Well, here's the thing. Josh Hansen can ride a motorcycle. I don't. I think he's got some discipline issues and some. he might be a little bit of a head case, but he can run near the front on the, on the 250S. You put him on a big bike, can he run in the front? Because he might be their, their champion contender. Josh Hill out with injuries, trying to do a backflip, whatever he tried to do. Yeah, I, I'm I'm one of those guys thinking he's a has been. It's a shame he isn't very old. Kyle Partridge. Yeah, his younger brother hadn't even made it. Right, the exactly. <laughs> Kyle Partridge. I've been watching this kid for several years race, and he he just keeps kind of picking him off and picking him off. Big tall, gangly kid. Yeah. Um, he might be a a, a dark horse. He might be a you know a, a, a top ten guy. Hard to say. Interesting that they're going to have four riders in the, in the Supercross this year. Yeah, it's good to see that the, that team has grown, though. I mean, they don't compete in the outdoors. So, obviously, they're keeping their money very contained into a certain area right now, but I think that they have steadily been growing. I mean, as you said, to have four riders, I mean, that's that's quite a big feat this day when everybody else is just barely having two. So, Suzuki, just having one. <laughs> maybe it is, and maybe maybe he can do something. Oh, well, Brett Metcalf obviously can ride. We've seen quite a few opportunities where that guy can take advantage, um, as he should, because of the fact that he's a great rider. He is a great rider. So, all right, so obviously we think 2012 for Supercross and for Outdoors is going to be quite an amazing year, but the thing is, is what's going to happen? We're going to drink beer, we're going to watch races, and we're going to keep talking about it, right? Absolutely. Boom! So where are we going to do that? Right here on this couch. Right this couch, right? Maybe this one over here. I don't even know. That's the side. But this is the thing. Sea time is freaking awesome. I don't know about you, but I've had fun talking. Have you had fun talking? It was a blast. You know why? Fun. Because we're awesome. Boom! Here it is. Seattime.co. That is the URL where you can find all of this business that's going to happen with Seat Time on the internet. But the thing is, we're also on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Seat Time. That's the official URL if you're going to be officially on Facebook all the time while at work saying you're doing shit, but you're probably not. Be on seat time. That's what should happen. On Twitter, if you're going to tweet, tweet awesomeness. At seat time underscore CEO. <laughs> I had to have a moment of recognition. That was pretty good. Um, after that, I mean, you know. One, one more. Buy some of our. Race-toro.org. Boom. I'm not going to just be on the show. I'm going to throw in my own <laughs> shit. Boom. I might have just cursed too much. It happens when you get here. So, what do you think? Awesome. Boom, uh, there it is. Thank you very much for this episode of Seat Time. If nothing else, 
Always enjoy a pint full of awesome. Yay. I just drooled on my New Jersey. Here, here at Seat Time Studios. Yeah, did you, you checked in on Facebook, in, in right? Wonderful downtown Awesomeville. Right. <laughs> <laughs>